back, everybody, to the This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I am your host, Perry, with me this week on this episode. It's the one and only Eric the Whiskey Mutant. It's me. I got an influencer hat on, but I don't have a check mark. Well, because you didn't pay $15 a month for um, that. I didn't realize that. I thought you just earned it like by your content. No, no? not anymore. Look, if you do that, it's fine. I just... I... <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I would have to... It's just... We're off to a great start. Make Hi. some good content. Hi, everybody. How are you, man? I'm good. good. No, I've actually had a great day. <clears throat> it's been a really nice morning so far. Yeah. Uh, we recorded a bunch of Patreon content, which, of course, we'll talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had some snackage already, too. Oh, my gosh. Like we got I, some more here in just a, just a moment. I mean, I'm surrounded by snacks that people sent us. That was nice. Yeah, it was very nice. It's nice when people send us snacks. It's very nice. It's also nice uh, for you to follow us on social media, at my bourbon pod and at Whiskey Mutant. We'd love to have you over there. Yeah, please. Uh, you can send us an email with questions, comments, thoughts, whatever, to thismybourbonshop at gmail.com. You can check out... All of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. Um, do you, you've got a thing going on with your your store too? Yeah, I got everything updated and the inventory is updated. So the store is back. It's uh, whiskeymutant.myshopify.com. Yeah. Um, I've only got a few things left. I really, I'm, I set the goal out to like clear it all out before I start ordering new shirts. So use code POUROVER, all caps, POUROVER. Um, and it's 50% off. There you go. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a heck of a sale. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Do it. Do it. You can also uh, leave us a message for our barrel ring segment at 859-428-8253. Wow, we really hit the same note just yeah. in different octaves. That it's was like impressive. Know, like we know each other. It's like we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review as well. I should have said that earlier because I don't have a title card for that part of this. <laughs> I guess I got to make one now. If, um, if you're just now finding out about a podcast or a YouTube video, there's there's buttons you push. You hit likes. There's you lots of subscribes. Yeah, there, there are buttons to you, be pushed. You do five-star ratings. You leave comments. You know, And if you've been listening to this or watching this, then you already know the drill. I don't think we we don't have any new reviews this week. Well, that's that's right. okay. I haven't checked in a while on our uh, Spotify rating. Oh, there's something crazy on there. So. <laughs> Negative 80. If you shout me out today, <laughs> I will send you all this stuff. Uh, Eight weeks ago. Oh, no. Don't, don't hit me where it hurts. <laughs> we still have a five-star rating on Spotify. You better. Um, but I don't know. I don't think anybody has, like, commented on any of these which if you're listening on spotify i want to remind you ah crap (laughs) i think lucy was listening to spotify and i just started a podcast episode for her oh (laughs) you just messed her spotify (laughs) i gotta text does she not have her own profile on there you can do that we have a family plan on Spotify, and everybody has their own profile, so it won't stop or stop the music or the podcast. You just create a profile for her, and she can... Really? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, five-star review, whatever. Uh, also, 
uh, Spotify.com. Support, support, <laughs> support the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, for as little as $5 a month, there's bonus content all over the place. Uh, you're not going to want to miss out no. on that stuff. Mm-mm. We're switching up our release schedule for Patreon bonus content as well because uh, things were getting a little samey for a while, a little Same. stale. Yeah. Uh, so each week uh, we're going to have a different thing on Patreon. Uh, but I mean, it's still going to like, you're going to, we're going to hear pours from the floor again. It's just not going to be 10 straight weeks of it. Yeah. It's going to be you get every three or four weeks. Week. Yeah, exactly. What are we going to next week? I don't know yet. Uh, I'm last call. Maybe. Uh, but also live show tickets mm-hmm. on sale. Meetup weekend tickets. We are about a month on away. sale. Uh, we are just, by the time this episode comes out, we are pretty much a month away. Uh, so get on it. I got a meeting people. about it next week. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. With the hotel? Mm-hmm. I'm Just starting check. to say hotel like you do. Checking things out. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Peggy's gearing up for it. We're gearing up for it. She's trash talking me already. Oh, yes, she is. Uh, and it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm so freaking excited for what this is going to turn into. you figured out what you're going to wear? Live show? Uh, shoot. No. <laughs> I got some ideas for myself. Okay. I'm coming out. I'm fucking looking good. You were going to dye your hair at one point. I might still do that. Okay. I don't know. If I dye my hair blonde, will it make me look more bald? Or will... Yes. Will it really? I think so. Hmm. I think you have to wear your influencer hat at some point during the weekend. I'm wearing that uh, Friday nonstop. (laughs) I did think about dyeing my hair, though. But (laughs) I was afraid that it would make it... Like, it's just now getting a little bit of thickness back to it, but I'm afraid it would make it thin. It would be, yeah. But what if it was like a crazy, like a dirty blonde? Would it make it stand out more? Hmm, let me know. How leave about it, frosted it. tips? Oh. <laughs> I had frosted tips when I was 17, 16. It's a bold move that late in life. <laughs> when I was 16? That was a style then. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It would have been a bold move if I would have probably been 16 when you were 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, I started it. Yeah. Started that trend. Okay. Well, sorry. Ended it too. Sips and snacks. Oh my God. We got a big old sips and snacks this week. We have two Jack Daniels cakes. Uh, These were sent to us by our friend Evan in Pittsburgh. Uh. And he was like, "You gotta, you gotta try these." Uh, he wanted us to pair them. Come in a what? sleeve. Heck yeah, that makes it even easier for it us. Makes it so much easier. Uh, so we got the chocolate Tennessee whiskey cake, and we got the honey Tennessee whiskey cake. So our mission, just based on, <laughs> smell. So strongly of whiskey. They do. <laughs> so we said last week, the mission is I bring a Jack Daniels product to pair with the chocolate, and you have a Jack Daniels to pair with the honey, and then we'll try each other's pairings. Mm-hmm. And we did that. Yes, we did. I mean, we haven't tried them. No, we're going in blind. So how do we want to do this? <sighs> Chocolate's a heavier flavor. Yeah. I say we start with the honey. Okay. So. So what do you have? I have. <laughs> 
uh, surprise, surprise, a Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof. Ooh. This is 131.7. This was bottled last year. Really? April 12th, 22. Huh. And it was just at Total Wine. That's awesome. I'm going to use this little baby Glenn that you have because I feel like this is great for a pour over. Mm -hmm. Like you can control it a little bit more. All right. All right. How are we doing this? We're doing uh, honey first. Well, I want to try the cake before we actually get to anything because... I've not had what was the the one jack cake that we had? Uh pecan? Pecan. Yeah. Mmm. Wow. Ooh, I like that. <clears throat> I like that a lot. It's like if you replaced the banana flavor in banana bread. With honey? With honey. Because mm-hmm. it's got that same spongy yeah. texture to it. Um, it's really sticky. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's really, really sticky. All right. All right. Pour it over. Here we go. Wow. That's good. That just amplifies everything. This single barrel on its own is incredible. It's not a pick. It's just one of the ones that was on a shelf. But thank you. Oops, sorry, dude. Oh. But as soon as I tried it last night, I knew that it was going to have something special going on <laughs> with the the cake. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh man, I like that. I like that a lot. Mm. <laughs> the cake is just ridiculous. It's so light. Mm-hmm. And there is enough on its own to give you that whiskey flavor. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? It is. It feels less like it was made with whiskey and more like whiskey was injected into it. Yeah. Twinkie style. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Way, yeah. <laughs> Because like they poured it, like they actually did a pour over yeah. with Jack Honey, yeah, and they just let it soak into it, and and I think somewhere on the box it says it has like less than, yeah, this product contains less than 05 percent alcohol by volume, so there's alcohol in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not been like cooked well, out. The worst thing, or is, if it has, it's you know still got some. The in worst it. thing is when they're like, "It's bourbon flavored," blah blah blah, and you're like, "This doesn't have, to have anything that no. tastes like bourbon in it." Mm, that's good. All right, chocolate time. Ooh, you know what we should do? What for like a live stream or something? Yeah, is ranking the worst bourbon flavored oh. snacks, or you know. The clickbaity title of like, we rank all the the bourbon flavored snacks. Oh yeah, some of those like, didn't they have like, uh, didn't somebody do like a bourbon barbecue chips or something one time, or some kind of chips, and they were not, they were the worst. Yeah, I think Lay's actually did Probably. that. But like you know the the Mingi yep. bourbon jerky mm-hmm. tastes nothing like bourbon, no. but it's great. Yeah, it's really good beef jerky. They never had good bourbon. When they made it. All right, chocolate. This is just straight up. It's chocolate on chocolate on chocolate. Whoa. 
<laughs> oh. All those, they got the little chocolate chips inside of it. Do they? Mm-hmm. I just had a bite of one. Ooh. I got to be honest with you. I don't like this. You don't like that? Mm-mm. Oh, it tastes good to me. It tastes, um, it's almost like chocolate and pineapple. Mm, that's good. I'm not a fan. That's really good. I don't really like chocolate cake in general. That's it's fair. not my favorite. That's fair. But... There's something weird about this. Uh-uh. I'm a weird boy, though. Yeah, it's true. You want to see what I brought to pair with this? Mm-hmm. I brought a Tennessee taster. Oh! Jamaican allspice. Oh, that's going to be so good. <laughs> 100 proof. Straight Tennessee whiskey finished with toasted Jamaican allspice wood. Can't wait. I haven't had this in a long time. I say long time. It was probably sometime last year. I had a long time. Without you, my friend. Got a go beat the step to. <laughs> I love this chocolate. That's all you, man. But there is something else in it that is like. It's almost making it sour. Mm-mm. It's making it fruity. It's like pineapple. It's like chocolate and pineapple. All right, let's do this. All right, sorry. Gotcha. I was just trying to see if they had any, like, fruit that was actually in it. <laughs> oh. I think that levels it out for you. It really does. You don't get the citrusy uh-uh. sour or whatever you're getting. No, because now it's, now it's dominated by the spice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, it helped. It just mellows it out so much, which I want. Yeah. Like in this in this particular instance, my preference is for it to be subdued a little bit. Man, these are good. Okay. You know what? Now what? You want that with the? I'm trying it. All right. So I'm taking the honey cake and I'm putting some of the Jamaican allspice Tennessee tasters. Over top. Right, let me try it too. Whoa. <laughs> okay. That might be the pairing out of everything. I think that's it, dude. Oh, because it's like spicy honey. It's yeah. almost getting like cinnamon in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the pairing. Yep. See, this is why we work well together. Mm. That's the one. That is... Oh. There's a finish with that, too. Mm-hmm. That might have to be something I recreate <laughs> for the <laughs> the live show. Oh, yeah. Taking notes, Peggy. Taking notes. Watch out. Watch out. He's figured... He's He's got it. He's got a big brain. I do. I got big brain energy. <laughs> big brain boy, tell me what you've been drinking recently. <laughs> worst, um, worst segue I've ever done. Well, <laughs> let's see. Uh, it was recently my wife's birthday, and uh, we got to go out, just me and her, to OBC. 
and all the uh, the cocktails this month, their like specials are uh, Nintendo um, themed. So I had um, a uh, let's see, the Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. which was a uh, it was like an old fashioned, but with like their bacon and some peanut butter in it, yeah, which was amazing. Um, April had a um, Super Smash Bro, which, um, what? What? That's what it was called. I mean, (laughs) it was her birthday. She's allowed to do what she wants to. You know, I can't stop her. Woo! (laughs) I can't stop her. I honestly don't even know what it was, but it was good. Yeah. Um... And then I had the Triforce, which was uh, OBC. It was a three uh, poor like flight, sand, flight. Yeah. and it was a Logic Craig barrel proof of theirs, Jack Daniels barrel proof of theirs, and then uh, a tequila of theirs. Yeah, that's right. And that was really good. Yeah. Um, and I also watched Mario, which we'll talk about later, but. I have to, I have to give you the thing that I ordered for you, so you don't. Oh yeah, I forgot about it. So you don't run into the same situation you did. Okay. All right. All right. I forgot about this. Yeah. So if you, hopefully, you listened to last week's episode, but this is how things usually go. Uh, Me and Perry kind of combined our own techniques and this is how we usually do movies you usually if if the movie theater has a bar or something you go and to be a you know to be proper you go and buy like a cheap pour of bourbon so you get a glass or a clear cup or whatever and you take it in and then you pull out your flask or you pull out whatever you have and then you can just refill your cup yeah um well Perry didn't get a chance to do that, so he just had the flask. And so he kind of got a little nervous because there was a bunch of kids around. He was sitting there. He didn't want to be drinking from a flask, which... I wound up doing anyway. That, you know, that is... But he could have went and got a glass of water. He could have done something. But Perry went all the way around and bought a whole ticket in a different row so he wouldn't be around anybody so he could drink from his flask. So I said, let me help you if this ever happens again. Which you could probably see more than if I was like. Yeah, because now everybody's looking down. In the dark back corner. (laughs) And at the end of the day, honestly, people are paying attention anyway. And people probably don't care. But that's just how you are. Yeah, it's me. So I got this to put in your pocket. If If you ever need a glass. <laughs> you can fit right in the back. You can put it in your car and you can throw it in your back pocket. Take the, that off first. Oh, okay. And it's look, you got your own little It's a collapsible. You got your own little cup and you can take it in the theater. <laughs> Nobody's gonna care. You sneak around, you pour, you pour some bourbon in there, and you've got a cup for the show. So when we're recording, uh, I am actually going to see Mario again yeah. tonight. So that's going to get used. There you go. Now you got a cup. Tonight. Uh, I love this yeah. so much. Thank you. 
So here's an extra one. <laughs> Just in case. Or maybe Lucy needs one sometime. There you go. I love it. Thanks, man. Yeah. So, well, so it, Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. So it's dark. People are just going to see you drinking out of a cup, and they're not going to care. And it fits in your pocket. Absolutely perfect. So so don't buy tickets anymore just to sit in a different seat. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. What if I want to sit in a different seat? Then you should have thought of that when you bought the ticket. You're, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. 10 to $15 these days for movie tickets. Or the membership you pay, or whatever yeah. you can't you can't be wasting that, you know. You're right. That's your popcorn or a snack. There you go. I love it. Thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now you always got a cup with you. <laughs> well, I did a whole live stream last night, uh, and you can listen to the audio version of it in the main podcast feed if that's how you consume the podcast content. Consume. Uh, where I talked about something that. I have been drinking recently that is not bourbon, but I have really gotten into and I've really started to enjoy, and that is Viking mead. blood. Yes, Viking blood. Yeah. I love mead, man. I, I was not expecting to like it as much as I do. He likes me for mead. <laughs> not because it's made from honey and water. And the blood of Vikings who've died in the golden age. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> I tried some of it on the pregame and mixed results. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, so uh, check that out on the the pregame chats for this week's episode. Uh, I I mean, otherwise, nothing crazy. I did get this Knob Creek single barrel over there. Um, not that one, the non-pick version, and it is. A very off profile. Is it Knob Creek single barrel? If we weren't doing what we were doing, I'd have some. But I yeah, I agree. Want, we yeah. got we got a lot to get to here uh, on this this week's episode. So uh, I say we go ahead and maybe pour these up so yeah. we can drink on them while we're also talking. Yeah. Uh, through our our topic this week, uh, which so, is which is. I keep changing the phrasing of it, but essentially. Are we going too far to justify what our daily drinkers are based on price? Yeah. And so we'll we'll talk about that here in, in just a second. I think we're going to take a slight pause so we can... Yeah, we're going to have to pour these up blind. Pour stuff up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so when I clap my hands, it will be back to the way it was. Well, we're back. Every time I clap my hands. You know that um that Bono quote? Uh it was from like an AIDS commercial or something. It's like every time I click my fingers, a child dies in Africa from AIDS. That's a real thing. And he did that. And somebody died. Yeah. Well, no, no, hold on. No. The point the point he was making is that if AIDS Bono is so widespread. Fingers, kids die. The point he that's the joke. Yeah. Right, and it was like everybody was like, "Stop snapping your fingers, then, Bono." <laughs> but he's like, "No, it's my power." No, but the what the point he was trying to make is that it's so widespread that people people are dying constantly. He snapped his fingers, and it. we automatically got an album on our phone. <laughs> Here, biggest flex ever. I mean, 
Jeez. Not only did kids die, we also got an album we didn't want on our phone. Stop clicking your fingers, Bono. Bono. He's like a I feel like he's like an alien. Like he's just like a uh yeah from another planet. <laughs> he went by some so uh um do go uh, on. Somebody died. Oh, stop. oh crap. <laughs> Not another child, Bono. <laughs> Bono me boy. Bono me boy. Uh, but do go on. I've talked about them before. One of my favorite podcasts of all time. They did a, a report on Bono. And they went through a bunch of his like alternate monikers that he had at different times. It's really, really funny. Bono. Go check it out. Check I it might out. even link it in the description just link so you it. have something to, to get to quickly. Uh, so... All right. Building off of last week's episode, when we were doing the Green River Weeded Bourbon Review, we are taking this week and doing a flight of weeded bourbons that do fall under, or should fall under, the daily drinker category. Mm -hmm. And so we have Green River Weeded. Mm -hmm. 90 proof. We have Maker's Mark. 90 proof. We have Weller Special Reserve. Naughty proof. And we have, I like this. This <laughs> is just a nice, somebody's, somebody's got my back. Yeah. Uh, and we have Larceny. 92 proof. There we go. Yeah. Um, all weeded. All weeded. All yep. varying types of right. mash all, bills and, and everything. All same price. Uh, ish. Yeah. Ish. All, How much all, was the Larceny? You bought the Larceny. The larceny was like thirty dollars. Okay, that's uh, Maker's Mark was twenty nine ninety nine, but I yeah. got like a little discount on it. Yeah, the Green River's thirty five, and you know Weller is still like twenty five thirty dollars. Yeah, when you get it normally, it's twenty five thirty dollars. Yeah. So we are going to be drinking through these while we are also talking through our topic of conversation this week, um, which I think is is just a way for us to kind of talk through our thought process on why we drink the things we do, why we do the things that we do yeah. with bourbon. So I will start this out by asking you, Eric, me, what is your daily drinker? The first thing that really comes to mind for you. First thing that comes to mind for me, daily drinker is Maggers Mark. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't anticipating that actually. Um, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a, it, it's kind of hard for me to think to have like an actual daily drinker because there's some days I don't have anything. But I always, you know, I take that back. What am I? It's Wild Turkey 101. <laughs> I was gonna say that because that's well, I was pretty much mine. Of, too. I was thinking of the last couple of bottles that I bought, and they've been like Maker's Mark, but like. I think I have a rotation of daily drinkers. Yeah. I always have Wild Turkey 101, and I always have Maker's Mark, and I use them for everything. Yeah. I'll make old fashions out of them. I will drink them neat. I will just use them to compare things to. So, yes, I say two two bottles that, to me, when I think of daily drinker, it's one that I'm constantly rebuying and keeping on the shelf in the kitchen that's easy to get that's easy to share it's easy to use it's utility is wild turkey 101 and maker's mark yeah 
those are equal. I, I will buy handles of those and everything just because I use those the most. <clears throat> and I think it's just because they're good and the price is good. And I've just got to a point to where I want to save a lot of things. And I don't feel like I have to like always be drinking like some single barrel yeah. or like yeah, something yeah. like that. I think you touch on something really important there too, which is my daily drinker doesn't have to be the most special bottle in the world. Yeah. It just has to be special to me. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like when I am drinking something that I consider like a go-to, I don't, I don't feel like I'm making concessions. Yeah. Concessions? Like at a, like at a game? Yeah. Like a baseball That's game? why I paused because I, <laughs> whatever. This Excuses. <laughs> Part three. Part three. <laughs> He's got a lot to atone for. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just feel like I don't have to be like, well, I guess I have to drink the Evan Williams Black Label this week because that's what's available. Yeah. You know, I and and I think that I also fall into that category of I have different daily drinkers for different moods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just like the makers you know? and the wild turkey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like there there are different categories of it. If I want something just right down the middle, fastball straight, straight and narrow. Turkey 101, Mm -hmm. 100% of the way. If I want something that is cheaper but higher proof and I have easy access to, benchmark benchmark full proof. But then if I want something that's in the middle between the two of those with more age than either of them do, but about the same proof, Knob Creek Single Barrel. Knob Creek Single Barrel. Knob Creek Single Barrel. Uh, is is what I'm going for. And then if you had your way, you would have Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. It, Elijah All Craig time. Barrel Proof would be my... De- it's my desert island bird. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, with it, within that, I mean, that's my dream daily drinker. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, I was born in the wrong year. Hmm. <laughs> so... So, to our knowledge, we do not have the same things in each of our glasses. We as don't far know. as we know. It could coincidentally end up that way, but I poured Perry's blind, he pours mine, and we are going through four weeded bourbons that could be considered daily drinkers for people. None of these smell bad. In uh, fact, I think all of them smell really quite good. That one smells a little off. <laughs> but they're all in the same family. Yeah. That's like the stinky stepbrother of the bunch. Oh. Stinky. Stinky. Do you know he's 85? Dude, when he when he popped up in Ant-Man. Oh, I lost it. I lost it. Thank you, Spider-Man. Hi. You were Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. in that one like, meme. <laughs> <laughs> uh Ruben Rabasa is one of my heroes. Go follow him on social media. Yeah. He's now a like motivational speaker kind of yeah. guy too, which I think is amazing. So I want him to do the whole Shia LaBeouf motivational oh video, not in in like the same timbre or tone, 
but I want him to just do it so that we have it on record. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> do it. Just do it. So what is it, since we're drinking weeded bourbons, what is it that you... I know I know your normal profile is like Wild Turkey, Knob Creek, Elijah Craig. Yeah. But is there something about weeded bourbons that is special to you or that sticks out to you that like when you're like, oh, this is a weeded bourbon like Well kinda... for for me, I, I mean, okay, are you talking more in like a <laughs> like a general sense? Like, you know, what's special about it based on my experience with it? No, or no, no. What's... Like what what about it like stands out to you? Like just compared to like a rye bourbon, like a Knob Creek or Elijah Craig, but like what sets it aside? I think that weeded bourbon is arguably some of the most honest bourbon on the market because you're not getting a product that is being influenced by more than really the three the three of the four main flavoring factors right. right you're you're not adding anything by adding wheat to it you're actually removing yeah. flavor from it so what you're typically getting is the corn the malted barley and the barrel influence right yes of course the water plays a big factor but the the point that i'm making is that it's a really good exploration into are these people <laughs> capable of making good bourbon right because i think i think when you i don't know if it was dixon somebody said weeded bourbon is harder to get right i guess you would say like you it have is. to really you it can't is. pull it too early you, you, sometimes you don't want to pull it too late. It's kind of that sweet spot you got to find, and it, mm -hmm. it can it can be um, a lot harder to get something right with weeded bourbon. Yeah, it, it's. I think it was actually. Um, I think it might have been Joe Beatrice. Was it from from Barrel? Maybe it was. I uh, just just talking about how fickle. Yeah, maybe that was it. <laughs> I get, I think you said it on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So um, go and uh, go listen to that episode. That was a great interview. I really enjoyed that. Um, All right. Well, I'm going to take a drink. You go ahead. I the the point I'm I'm trying to make too more than anything. Like aside from you know, are these people capable of making good bourbon? Is if you just want an honest experience <laughs> with what it's like to be new to bourbon or even on the flip side of that, be a more seasoned bourbon drinker. Yeah. I think weeded bourbon is probably, you know, the, the best way to go. And, and I'll be honest too. I, as, as much as I think it is easy to quickly get frustrated with the weeded bourbon craze, because, I mean, that's what it is right now. It is yeah. a craze because people are still trying to find the new Weller or the next Pappy or whatever. Whatever you want to you describe it as. Um, it, it We come by it honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, people, people are doing it because it is 
uh, like they they enjoy that product. They enjoy that flavor profile of something sweeter, something that is smooth, 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 smooth. Um. So I I I think that there are a lot of merits to weeded bourbon that we aren't. In in particular conversations, in particular circles, we're almost not willing to admit because we find more appreciation for and more complexity in a bourbon that's made with rye. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I, I typically don't go for weeded bourbons, as you kind of said. Yeah. But they still hold a very special place in my heart. I, Maker's Cast Strength is one of my favorite bourbons of all time. Yeah, Hands down, it is. And <laughs> uh, we haven't talked about this, I don't think. We're getting a Maker's Mark age-stated product that is double digits soon. I'm ready. Can you just get sucked back up into, your, yeah, I was into like reality? Wondering. Yeah, I was yeah. I'm sorry. Pay to pay? Um... Okay, going through all these really quick. The noses are kind of different, but the palate are very similar all throughout. This is going to be tough. Mm. B and C for me are almost identical. See, on my B, the nose is the my least favorite thing of all this stuff. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I think my A No, is that right? Yeah, I think my A is my least favorite nose. Yeah, A or C. Uh but once you drink all these as far as like the um, what we said about daily drinkers and stuff like I'm not really mad at any of these. No, not at all. Which is an improvement for you from saying that you just well, straight up I hate larceny. That, I thought there would be one that I drank and I go, I don't like this. At yeah. All. And that would have been larceny. Going into this, larceny was one of my least favorite things that I've had. And I wanted to like it so much. Yeah. You know what's interesting about this, too? None of them are really jumping out as being, like, easily identifiable no, Weller no, no. or Makers. or it, they. You're right. They are all very similar. Hmm. I'm having a good time with it, though. I am, too. Like, I, I think you're right. Like, I just am very satisfied with each of these. But the act of like figuring out what is actually the best out of all of them so, or what I prefer, that's going to be challenging. What, um, I mean, I think just for fun, we're going to have to try to guess which ones are which, but then we're just going to, I say what we just rank last to first. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I like that. I don't like that. Part of me wants to eat some more chips, <laughs> but I can't, it will influence this stuff too much. So going into this, what would be, you're not blind, you have these bottles sitting in front of you, and you just rank them from what in your head is first to last. 
what would your ranking be? First to last, mm-hmm. Weller, Makers, Larceny, Green River. Okay, that would be what what I would assume. My my ranking. I th- mine's would close. Be. Mine would be Weller, Makers, Green River, yeah. Larceny. Yeah. Now the the main reason that I'm putting Green River last is because I don't have as much experience with it as I do the other ones. I know that's one thing I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> you know, we just had it last week, and that was really the only time we had it. So yeah. I was like, what is that? And part of me is thinking like, B is warm. Sorry, is it? <laughs> it's like it's got like a, it's a it's a very holistic flavor profile. Sorry, I interrupted you. I was trying to say like I was trying to I'm trying to like narrow down which is which, and I was thinking of the Green River must be the one that I'm not used to, but now I can't really tell. <laughs> Oh, 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 this is gonna be tough. But I think I'm I think I'm just about ready. Let me go through one more time. I need I need one clean one little clarification here. Ah ah All right. Okay. I'm ready. All right, I've got mine ranked. Okay. Um, I'm going A, C, D, B. <laughs> what? That was your exact ranking that you said if you had the bottles in front really? of you. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. No. Sorry. A was Weller. Okay, I knew that. That was the only one I was sure about. B was Green River. Oh. C was Makers. D was Larson. And D was Larceny. I thought because that nose, the nose was so craft-like on the Green River. I yeah. was like, I wanted to say that the B uh, that B was Larceny because I just didn't like it the most, but I also knew that like, Larceny is still like a kind of a tame, well-balanced, you know, approachable thing that Heaven Hill's wanting to put yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, B smelled like something that was new, kind of young, um, and was different. Yeah. So, yeah, I I thought that B and D were, the, were Larceny. I knew A was Weller, like it was an instant thing. And then I was like... C's got to be Maker's Mark because it's like it's the closest thing to the Weller and it's my like second favorite. Did you know this is for everybody else too the recipe mash bill whatever for Larceny is the old Maker's Mark recipe? I feel like I've seen some or heard something Yeah so Maker's switched their their recipe for their bourbon uh, and they eventually sold that to Heaven Hill, hmm. and that's what they use now the the original Maker's Mark recipe. Wow, um, for for Larceny, Old Fitzgerald, you know those. We feel like products. at one point so. all these people were just like sharing information, probably like helping each. They other. probably still are. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that they're sharing the wealth and everything. If if uh, Jimmy Russell made a weeded bourbon, what do you think it would taste like? 
regret. <laughs> I just pissed. Cor- corporate uh, pressure. Pissed. <laughs> it's the master's keep that he hates. Yeah, like, exactly. This wild been, turkey master's keep <laughs> weeded bourbon. I made one. I made two barrels of this shit, and I just <laughs> left it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, made, ma- I made I made turkey honey. That's good enough. This year's master keep master's keep is called piss water. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's least favorite. It's just called that. All right, what's your rank? All right, my ranking is really easy, actually. DCBA. DCBA. Let me find my my notes. All right. So you said what? D C B A. That's my favorite to least favorite. DCBA. Yes. ND, we have Makers Mar. Really? Yeah. NC, doing we my have, dad proud. We have Larceny. Really? NB, we have Green River. Wow. And in A, wait a second. In B, I said B, Green River. In A is Weller. Yeah. You didn't like the Weller. I, th- there was something of off about it. it. It was the, it felt the most crafty. Hmm. To me. And then you said B was um, your third, and that was Green River. Yeah. I was having a, a better experience with uh, with the Green River than I was the Weller, for sure. Interesting. Um, and then I I really was, like, down with between C and D trying to figure out which one I preferred. Down with the sickness. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like that. That was good. Thank you. Um. I kind of thought that you were going to pick Maker's Mark because I didn't expect the Weller to be last. I didn't either. I thought it would have been second. Hmm. But we gave each other the exact same. Or no, only one was switched on on the order. Yeah. We both had Weller and Green River in A and B, respectively. But... You had makers in C, and I had makers in D. Yep. And larceny was the other way around for that too. Yeah. So, so. um, I haven't had larceny in a while, and I really liked it. Well, I'm glad you got <laughs> that one. I'm glad you got. Well, it. you liked it too. You liked it enough to not put it last place. Yeah, I did. But go okay. Let's let's go back to larceny now that we know where it is. So that was my D. That was your D. The D. See, it's still like the nose to me still is almost my least favorite. A actually the Weller was my least favorite nose. Mm-mm. Oh, that thing smells so good. Not the Larson, the Weller. I, I mean Ooh. I stand by the ranking and say that I would I would probably pick Larceny over the Green River. The Green River just when it when it goes with these three products that have kind of been around and established, you can tell you get the the newness of it, I guess I would say. I don't know if that's a word. What? Nothing. I was listening to my stupid refrigerator. Oh, okay. I hear it now. No, yeah. You still pointed it out. Um, 
I'm not, I'm, and I hate to be that way with the Green River because I enjoyed the Green River when we had it by ourselves, when it by itself. Yeah. But when you stack it up against these other weeded products that are the pretty much in the same category, you can definitely see the difference. I stand by my ranking just because of its in the moment yeah. nature. Like going back through, and, you know, there probably is label bias but like knowing what's in each of these i would probably change it up a little bit um and we had a uh late suggestion we did to add rebel 100 in there so i brought that just to compare to everything we didn't put it in the blind since we already have four in there but let's see what rebel and my thoughts was rebel is 100 proof compared to this other stuff. Yeah. Kirk Hudson was who recommended. Mr. Hudson. This. Okay, let's see. Kirk, I don't know anything about you, man, but uh, <laughs> thanks for supporting the show and being on the uh, uh, being on the, pa- the uh, uh, Facebook group. Um, for some reason... That smells darker and chocolatey, more chocolate to me compared to all these other weeders. Mine smelled like pickles at first. <laughs> pickles? Did, what was in that glass? Previously, the Jamaican allspice. Mm. Oh, yeah, I got chocolate in there. What smell mine? Yeah, they're the same. <laughs> Maybe my nose is just broken. Pickles. It was very vinegary. See, that does stick out proof-wise to me. Mm. That's better than everything else we had. I put it second. Behind the Weller? Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think I, I, I love Rebel 100. Yeah. Um, I think the, I think it's a little bit more, just the little bit of proof makes it stand out more. But I think as far as like a weeded bourbon goes, Weller is more smooth and balanced. And like, to me, I just, that's just the epitome of weeded yeah. bourbon. Um, you blending them all? I'm blending them all. All right. I gots to. That's how. It's how we roll anytime we have a flight or multiple pours sitting around. Uh, I would I would have taken the Rebel over all of them. <laughs> it just it tastes like just like weeded bourbon. It smells weird. <laughs> the the smell there's not hardly anything on the nose. It's all like just like. It really tastes like somebody did not know how to blend it. They just put a bu- put a bunch of stuff in yeah. there. <laughs> they just said, dump it all together. Yep. yep. Put a label on it. 100% what that is. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, we're just going to leave that over there for a second. <laughs> uh, we do have barrel rings this week. And if you want to leave a barrel rings, it's basically the segment where... You leave a voicemail, we play it on air, and you're part of the podcast. And you can call 
Uh, yeah, leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. I love the times that these come in. This one was... Well, this first one came in on Monday at 9.12 a.m. Uh, and from this person, that means it came in at like 8.12 a.m. I see who this is. So here's our first barrel ring for the week. What's up, boys? This is Bill. I, uh sitting in front of a Planet Fitness right now. Just got done uh, fighting Eric. Yep. Bringing, bringing that out here. Um, it is snowing in Wisconsin. Like, we had summer, and now we, we have snow. Um, I don't know who made Mother Nature mad, but y'all need to stop that right now. So I uh, just want to say what's up, see how my boys are doing. Um, want to keep, I guess, the streak going. Uh, you guys called me out, like, you know, telling other people to take me out. So now I got to do this on the weekly basis. So uh, if you want to blame anyone for the shenanigans, uh, blame yourselves. <laughs> anyway, well, boys, uh, I don't have anything today to talk about. I will look to bring up some topics later on. Um, yeah, and that's it. Uh, hopefully you all have a good one, and we will chat later. Peace out to uh, the Timbit fam. Peace out to the fam. The Timbit fam is what he said, but the transcription was not exactly. I like that the how the transcription said the street, like what the keeping the street alive. Yeah. The street. <laughs> Bill, if you know Bill, you know he's he's always going hard on the streets. Like he's always at the corners. That's why they call him Street Boy Bill. Yeah, he's always at the corners. I um, mean, he's making profit on the corners. Like people are just picking him up all the time. Are we making enemies more than we are friends? I mean, I'm just. He said it. He <laughs> the street alive he's keeping the street alive baby that's true yeah that's very street true. bill street boy bill i i it wasn't me that made mother nature mad it was him <laughs> bill did it yeah i i am accepting no responsibility yeah, for this bill did it. who's this you ready for this one hey it's matt listen I hear that there's a, you know, a meetup for my, you know, this is my podcast. And it's just, I'm sorry, but I would just like a little bit more information about pegging with Perry. I just want to know what that entails, what I have to bring, what I need, you know, to like gather for my luggage for pegging, pegging with Perry. Perry. That's a real thing. And I cannot wait to see that. Pegging with Perry. Super interesting. Bring it. They'll do anything for money. <laughs> what? Hold on. Hold on. No. No. What? Do I, no. Is this Porter, a different? Is this Porter a different is, thing? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Do I not know about this? Pegging with Perry. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? I would have done something too to make more money. Erections with Eric. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? I would have been into this. Uh, 
And is he coming? He is not. Oh. Is uh, he CU Ilming? Maybe. Thinking about this? It sounds like it. He's got to pack a whole bag for it, it sounds like. Uh, he's got a bag. You right. know he's packing. <laughs> I know he's packing. Y'all talk about his hugs all the time. I felt his pants. Uh-huh. Um, here's what I'll say. Prepare for anything. Prepare. Even the thing that you're not ready for. That's for like people coming to the meetup. Yeah, yeah. Is there something I don't know about? No, there's absolutely nothing you don't know about. It just was a very funny voicemail from Matt. I think that he knows something I don't know. I texted him this morning, <laughs> and I was like, are you actually coming to the meetup? He goes, no. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. It was just, I was just trying to make a joke. I wonder what and I was like, uh, no, it's a very funny joke, and I really enjoy it. But I got my hopes up a little bit that Matt was able to make it to the weekend now. Pegging with Perry. <laughs> it's a tutorial. <laughs> I think we can work with this. It, <laughs> I think we got something here. Pairing with pegging. Pairing <laughs> with pegging? Yeah. You're pegging I, and pairing. If, if ticket sales boost up over the next week after they hear this, Due to pegging with Perry, I say we go with it. There's going to be no pegging. We'll see. I promise. Who's to say? Yeah. Uh, high proof hot takes. You got any? Um, don't if if you comment. If you if you come back, take with one of like, these with you everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, do that. I don't know. I don't have one. I was gonna say I posted a picture of my one of my shoes this week, and people were like, "Oh my god, what are those?" Blah blah blah. I can't believe they're pink. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, if you're gonna say that to me, don't expect me to come back and give you. Be crap. nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna just make fun of you. Yeah. After that, so if you're gonna make fun of somebody or try to give them shit, expect it in return. Dog up. I have a thing. I got nothing. Okay. Uh, tips and bits, though. Tips and bits. Talk uh, to me about a Mario. Talk to me about Mario. I will talk the most about Mario. I will say current season of Dave on FX slash Hulu is good. Episode two is my favorite. Um, I think we probably need longer to talk about the season of Mandalorian. Next week. Next week. Yeah. Next uh, week. Uh, um, but Mario, the Super Mario, Mario Brothers movie. Perry talked a little bit about it last week, but I didn't want to say too much about it right. because I knew you hadn't seen it yet, and I wanted to give you a chance to actually go and see it before we had any kind of discussion about it. Yeah. I said it last week; it's not perfect, but I love. I just had so much fun with it. It's just fun, man. It's just a fun movie. I honestly loved this movie. It was so much fun. (laughs) I thought they did a great job with this. I think it doesn't take itself too serious. Yeah. Um, I found myself listening and looking for little Easter eggs. Constantly. Because there's an opening scene where they're in, quote, the Punch-Out Pizzeria. Yeah. And you just see all this stuff from Super Punch-Out on the wall. Yeah. 
Um, and then you start hearing like the soundtrack and they, they'll throw some like actual, like real 80s songs and stuff, 90s songs in there. But then you get like a, yeah. And like, yeah, they'll, yeah. like do this classic music and you're like, oh shit, it's on now. Um, I, we're probably going to wind up spoiling some of this too. So yeah, I, spoiler alert. Sorry. I'll put a time code at the bottom of the screen. Uh, and in the description, if you, for some reason, don't want to get spoiled <laughs> for the Mario movie, I uh, I will just offer that to you as uh, an olive branch. Yes. Um, but I was actually, I think the main thing everybody was worried about was the voices. Yes. And I was perfectly fine with them. They did. I see that finger going. There. Yes. They did add effects, it sounded like, to certain times. Yeah. Um, to make it more <clears throat> video game. So, Keegan Michael Key played Toad. Yes. He definitely had his voice pitched up. Uh huh. Um, and they, it wasn't particularly obvious to me until I watched a video that he, Jack Black, and Charlie Day all did with, I think it was Jack Septicai. Um, where they all played uh, Mario Kart together, and Jack was like, "Play, do Keegan do the do the Toad voice," and it was like just kind of his voice, yeah. but he had a little different inflection to it. Um, <clears throat> Jack Black is just kind of being Jack Black, which I don't mind. I put a all. little bit of growl, a little bit of yeah. growl in there. Um, Seth Rogen is just being Seth Rogen. Uh, and there's an interview that he did where he said that when they asked him to play the part of Donkey Kong, he told them that he doesn't do voices. So if you don't want somebody who can't do voices or doesn't do voices, so you're just going to get my voice. Ask somebody else. Yeah. But if you really, really want me, here's how it is. And so he got the part. There are a couple of times where you just straight up hear the Seth Rogen laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Um, I think that the voice I was the least, <laughs> the the least like bothered by, or at the very least wasn't thinking about the most, was actually Chris Pratt as Mario. It got to the point where I just kind of didn't think about it yeah. anymore. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, I think, was the other one. Um, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong is horrible. Absolute straight-up garbage. I honestly didn't think about it. <laughs> I, think I, thought that, he, I thought it was a role that was written for somebody else, and he filled those shoes. Yeah, I, I didn't pay that much attention. I think yeah, by that time, I was just... I, I kind of realized how everything was and I just accepted it. Yeah. I didn't really think about it. Yeah, that's that's my only like real big gripe with it. <clears throat> I know I know that people are saying like uh there's not there's not a lot of plot to it. It's a Mario movie. It's a Mario it, movie. Like, Do you know the plot to when you first played Mario for the first time? No. Plumber just jumping over turtles. Jump man goes find princess. Um I will say two things that I was thinking about was, you know, it shows, it starts out Mario and Luigi have their business in the real world. And I was like, wait, are they like 
17 years old? Like, they're still living with their family? And they still... Like, Mario and Luigi live in this house with, like, their mom and dad and stuff. And I was like... They got, like, posters on the wall and stuff. I was like, how old are Mario and Luigi right now? Yeah, I have no idea. Because you think... I, the like implication these- is that they are... Well, okay, so Shigeru Miyamoto has actually clarified that canonically... At least within the video games, Mario and Luigi, or at least Mario, is twenty five. He's still living with his parents in his own room with this. Well, hey man, motocross may- posters. Maybe on he's a millennial. Maybe he can't. Maybe the, you know, the housing market is too, <laughs> too boinked to I guess so. <laughs> for him to right. actually find a place to live. He lives in Brooklyn, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's not cheap. Well, I get it. He has to eat spaghetti with his parents and stuff. It's yeah. Like, um, and he hates mushrooms. Hates mushrooms. <laughs> hates it. <laughs> sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. That was, the. I think, as far as anything that made me, like, groan, that was the only point where I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> I, think I see where this is going. <laughs> there's one, I, I like, I kind of glossed over that. I think the part that made me groan was, like, so Mario comes into the Mushroom Kingdom. We still don't really know exactly how the real world and this Mushroom World place is connected, other than like sewage. Yeah, we don't know. They didn't explain that. Um, but he meets Princess Peach, you know, and the whole point of Mario's journey is he's going to help Princess Peach, but his main goal is to help Luigi, who's been captured. Yeah. And I don't know how much I liked instantly seeing, and this is, and I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. This is not me trying to say like, girls aren't better than boys or whatever. But Mario pretty much gets his ass kicked by Princess Peach in the beginning, and I'm like, what is going on right now? Yeah. Princess Peach is like, she completes the level, and he like never really completes it, and stuff. yeah, he I'm never like, gets all the way through. The yeah, and I'm like, world one. This doesn't. You know, when you play the game, you know, the classic game is you save the princess and stuff. And now all of a sudden Mario is like, he's like this little weak ass who like can't even like get through this. And Peach is like doing all the hard work. Yeah. Speaking to the scene that comes just about right before it, when they're going up to the castle doors and the toad guard says, I'm sorry, Mario, our princess is in another castle. Yeah. Did you laugh or did you go like, ugh? I laughed. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. I thought it was was a good nod. I thought it was a really fun little Easter egg. I thought thought it was fun. Fan service doesn't bother me. No, I love fan service. If it's done well. If you're an anime fan, you just... You get nothing but fan service in certain... Yeah. Um, No, I thought... that. I mean, that is me being very picky about like... Mario doesn't... He doesn't have to get his ass kicked that bad. But... Man, I love the I love the cart scenes because like it's just for some reason I was like that's exactly how I pick things. Toad in a big old truck, Princess Peach on her bike, yeah. Mario in the classic like cart and stuff like and then they you know, they fly across, they hit the thing and like they glide. Like I thought the Mario Kart stuff was freaking amazing. It was really really good. Um, I thought you Lu- get hit and you lose your power. Yep, up. yep. Oh. that's awesome. Um, I thought Luigi, um, 
being scared and bringing Luigi's Mansion stuff into it when he's got his flashlight and stuff yeah. like that. Perfect. I love that. Um, Bowser. I mean, Jack Black like kills it. Like, I I had to just think like this is Jack Black for a second. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got a song is. Peaches, 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 peaches. It was, it's so fun. Ah, it is. I think it's fun. Um, you can be a nerd and picky and pick out stuff, but at the end of the day, it's just a fun movie that I'm ready for Yoshi. Yeah, I'm ready to see Yoshi. Yeah, yeah. All in all, like a seven point five out of ten, I think. I'd I'd agree. I'd I'd fun factor, I might push it up to an eight. Yeah. I when when you and I started talking about it after you had seen it, I had just gotten uh, an ad that was like the exclusive physical releases or home releases or whatever for Super Mario Bros. movie have been revealed. Yeah. And I was like, I want to have this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I want, I want yeah. to have this movie yeah. in my collection. And it again is like not because it's my favorite movie of all time, but just because it feels very, yeah. very comfortable. It feels very. It looks uh, so good too that it's like something. Oh, it that, looks so good. Something that can be playing, and you can just watch it yeah. for a little bit, and you can go do something. You know, you that. know what I think is the biggest travesty from it all, though is that they didn't put out a Mario game alongside the movie. True. What 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 the heck? That used to be the thing. Yeah. With movies is you would get the video game adaptation. But we get the movie adaptation of a video game and we don't have uh, a video really game do to that go first with it? time around though when they made a Mario movie. That's true. So, that is true. Keeping with tradition. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but I can't, I can't wait to be able to watch this Dog. movie at home. Yeah. I can't wait for you to watch it again. Watch Me neither. It again. I, that's my tips and bits too. That's I mine. Guess. Yeah. yeah. I think we talked about, we will talk about Mandalorian next week. Yeah. I got a couple other things I'll, I'll touch on next week as well. But for the most part, you know, you can touch on though. <laughs> Come here. Patreon.com. Flash my room podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show. And at five dollars, you get all the bonus content. You get the pregame chats. You get pours from the floor. You get what came back this week. Simply irresistible. Gonna be doing a lot of new stuff on Patreon. You also get um, exclusive access to the uh, Discord channel where we are very active in there. And then any type of barrel pick or live event or anything, you get first um, access to that. Um, Tickets to the live show um, are available now. Um, you can get a Saturday night live show only, or you can get VIP passes. So get in on that. Link is in all the descriptions. Um, if you want to get some merch, you can go to bourbonshop.threadless.com. Um, we got some stuff up there. You can go to Whiskey Mutant, um, whiskeymutant.myshopify.com. Uh, use code POUROVER, get 50% off. Um you can send us an email at this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Anything you want to ask or suggest, send it over there. You can leave a five star review rating on all the stuff that you watch or listen to. Um, uh, you can do, like we already said, the bell rings 859 
425-428-8253. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on here. We'll reply back to you. And then just share the show. Um, go to all our social media, at MyBourbonPod, at PRitter1792, at Whiskey Mutant. Follow, share, comment, all the stuff. You know what all to do. Stuff. I don't have to tell you. You don't have to. So... That's it. That's it. That's an episode. We appreciate you guys. Oh, wait. Shoot. <laughs> we have a new patron. I, I mean, I didn't know if you wanted me to talk about him this week or next week. We'll talk. Do you want to wait until next week? No, nah, we don't have to. You want to talk about it now? Might as well. All right. Uh, we, <laughs> we have a new patron this week. Sorry. My brain just... I didn't uh, want to overload. I mean, I knew I know the, the when I talked to him yeah, before. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Caleb Neff, uh-huh. yeah. subscribe this week. How did you? Uh, How did you get Caleb to have you ever support heard, the show? Have you ever had potted meat <sighs> by any sausage? Me, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, me and Caleb met in a um, a private um, message board um, about little wieners. No, about meat. My phone keeps going off. Um, about um, products that just have a bunch of meat grinded together. Mm. And we got to talking about hot dogs, by any sausage, potted meat. And let me tell you, Caleb loves a variety of meat. Mm. And he taught me a lot of things. Like, usually I'm, like, giving them suggestions. He taught me about the potted meat sandwich. Now, you think that that's just bread and potted meat, but no, no. You get Dave's Killer Bread. Okay. Because most people that are eating potted meat sandwiches are psychos anyway, and they were probably in prison before, and now they eat bread. And you put a little bit of hot sauce on there, and then you crumble a little bit of crackers in there, and then you put the bread on there, and then you just have that meat all up in your mouth. And I call it the Caleb Meat Sandwich. And I said, hey, join the Patreon and I'll shout out your sandwich. Because he was thinking about doing a restaurant that was all like processed meats and like the stuff that everybody tells you it's bad for you, but it's not really. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Caleb is all about the meats. Mashing them up. I mean, if his family wants like steak and potatoes and stuff, he takes steak, he takes pork, he does all this stuff and he grills it up and then he puts it in the grinder, smashes it up and then he feeds his family that. Um, so yeah, the Caleb meat sandwich. Um, and so there we go. That's your shout out, Caleb. Uh, I hope your restaurant, um, it starts to come, that come it does to well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, make that sandwich and enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Though. I did. I had a lot of fun with it. Yep. It was crazy. Not really. Not as crazy I, as it I, normally is. I think it's. It's what you get Next when you listen to Tim Bit. Week, I have a proposition for you. Let me hear it. Why don't we do another good jumping off point episode for people? You trying to get me get rid of? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're starting over again. I think we should do an episode next week on the best way to drink Jim Beam White Label. Interesting. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. 
All I'm right. Not, my mind's already thinking. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. <laughs> you had to wave them down so you made sure that they, they, they were see. leaving. They were going to get their Jim Beam okay. Hot Bagel. They were already ready. <laughs> now, hey, come back. Wait, come wait, back. Wait, There's wait, post credits. Wait. I got to say bye. You, have you never seen a Marvel movie? Somebody literally got up and was like, I'm getting my Jim Beam Hot Bagel right now. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. This is my bourbon podcast. <laughs>